Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, uh, all right, let's uh, let's go. Go, Gogs. Oh, wait, I'm Gogs. Uh, hi, everybody. It's Movie the Podcast. Uh, it's Sean, Alec, and Tapo coming at you. It's a real buddies uh, show. We haven't had a real buddies show in years. That's true. God, I forgot. Yeah, about it's been that. a long time since Gogs wasn't on one. Yeah, you know, it's so weird. It was such a like a it was such a staple of the show for so long that Gogs wasn't on the show. We've, I mean, we've, at one point I legit just thought he was gonna one day just be like, I'm just not doing it anymore. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like he he literally he didn't do it for like month. He'd do like once a month for like I don't know, it was like six, eight months he did that. Yeah. And I was but, like, at some point he's gonna be like, I just don't have the time, I'm gonna quit. But he came back yeah. with a vengeance. He like Yeah. Yeah, once he remembered what day his house was getting sold, he was good. Gox could never quit the show. You know, you know how he is about like letting us down. He would like it would destroy him if he thought that like we were upset with him for anything. Oh my god. Yeah. He could never do it. Unless he's actually matured and grown as a person, which I doubt. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all that sucks. I mean, we've all grown. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you've gotten muscular. The Alec and I have just grown wider. So yeah. It happens. Um, all right. Anyway, we watched. Uh, we make a nice good uh, uh, Nintendo hockey team. You know, yeah, you had to mix it up. With that, so like... <laughs> we would make a good Nintendo hockey team. Um, you know, what, a hockey game. I, I I saw like on some YouTube oh, blood, that... blood sports hockey or whatever. No, but that was also great. No. Wayne Gretzky's hockey on Nintendo 64. Did you ever play that shit? It was. I don't awesome. think I ever played a sports game on 64 that wasn't a like 1080 or NFL Blitz. I played no, a I lot played of Blitz, NFL yeah. Blitz on Nintendo 64. No, the uh, the 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 hockey game was pretty sick on uh, Nintendo 64, and I think it was a launch title. Like I remember Oof. it coming out like pretty early on, but it, it it was one of those games that didn't have the NHL license. Oh. So it was like the Washington, you know, uh, buildings. Yeah, the Washington, <laughs> the Washington in the middle the, of the, the Washington Flapitals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still capitals. It's just spelled the other way. It's like those letters. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, um, we watched Jackie Chan. That, uh, you know, it's funny. I've seen this movie a thousand times. I, it never dawned on me that Jackie Chan directed this movie. Uh it's Jackie Chan's police story from 1985. Uh, one of the OG Hong Kong bangers. This, this, uh, this kind of, I mean, this is, I guess technically this is in the middle of Jackie Chan's career, but this is like a, a very salt, like this is a high water mark in his career. Yeah, this is, if you would have asked me before the show, I would have said this was a Shaw Brothers movie. Like, yeah, he, um, this was all him. Um, again, like this is a, this is a movie that recently got released under the Criterion collection. So you know that it's, it's pretty well regarded in that respect. Um, but I think, uh, I'm interested to hear, I'm, I'm interested to hear everybody's thoughts, uh, on a movie that it was a genuine treat for me to watch. Cause this is a movie I haven't watched since I was like a kid and on a very shitty VHS bootleg copy of. So, uh, anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, what did you all watch this week? Alec! Um, I think I only watched one movie. I watched a couple, or I finished a couple of shows. Nice. Um. <clears throat> Tell us about the shows. Yes. I watched... Ooh. Hold on. My phone is 
acting up now. Damn phone. Um, so the movie, <laughs> the movie I watched is Malibu's Most Wanted. Huh. <laughs> that movie oh, is something man. else. It's That's actually, a, it's actually pretty funny. Is that with Jamie Kennedy? Yeah. It's actually what, pretty funny get... if you just turn your brain off and uh, and watch it without like having any sort of standards or like <laughs> expectations. <laughs> it's got some funny, funny bits to it. He's like a rapper, if I remember correctly. Like, what's the? He's what's from the Malibu, plot? and he he is a rapper with a crew. His crew is Nick Swardson. Uh, oh no. Oh, God, why am I forgetting his name? Kumar from Held and Kumar. What's his real name? Oh, Cal Penn. Uh, Cal Penn. Cal Penn and some girl that really hasn't been in too much that I saw afterwards. They're like a rap crew in Malibu. <laughs> and uh, his dad is running for governor. And he ruins, he ruins a, uh, he tries to help his dad by going to like a campaign stop and he ends up ruining it. So. Blair Underwood is the campaign manager and he hires Anthony Anderson and Tay Diggs to kidnap Jamie Kennedy and actually take him to the ghetto to scare him, scare him white is what they say over and over and over again. <laughs> oh my again. God. Yikes. Yeah. It it's sounds ridiculous. like loosely like the plot of Tommy boy. Um, actually, yeah. Wait, Black of. sheep. Oh, oh Black sheep. Yeah, yeah. No, it you're is, right. It is, it is very, it's, it's a blend between like black sheep and eight mile. <laughs> he's, got all these, like, he's got all these like he's a white guy and he's got all these rap battles and stuff but he's terrible at it instead of being amazing at it like B-Rabbit yeah. um, you, you know what's fine. funny like, is that it's, like it's, 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 it's exactly what you would expect and it's got a, some laughs through it and there are some parts where you're like Jesus Christ in that era, like just being an Indian guy that rapped was like a whole joke because that, that was joke like was an in entire, um, it was like a trope for a little while. It, yeah, it, remember yeah, yeah. Mean Girls? Like yeah. the fact that that guy rapped was a joke. Like, mm. oh yeah, Jamie Kennedy is one of those guys where it's like he's like uh, what's that other dude, Dax Shepard? Where you're like, how did he get a career? Like that guy was me tooed or something because he just like disappeared. Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I remember um, it's it, it's so this is something that literally one other person will find funny, but uh, that one person listens to the show. It's Anthony. Anthony and I were in a hotel room at the Pittsburgh Comic Con, and it was some like late night like syndicated comedy show, and Jamie Kennedy was like the the like headliner of, of the thing, and he's like he had this like uh, the impression segment where he's like I'm going to do Edward James almost, and he's like his it literally like I'm not it was just like he just went. And he squinted his eyes and he went, bucket of chicken, bucket of corn. And like they they piped in laughs. It was like the weirdest, like, I don't even, it, it was like a Tim and Eric bit, but like he was <laughs> genuinely trying to make people laugh. It was very odd. Uh, but yeah, Jamie Kennedy, strange dude. Probably married to somebody hot. If I had to guess. Uh, he, was oh, in the most re- he was in the most recent Tremors movie. Oh boy. It came out a couple of years ago. That that no one saw, uh, and and uh, we are with the. Uh, I bet you Gog saw. God, I was about to say Gog's like <laughs> the biggest Tremors fan. Um, at what shows did you finish out? Um, I finally finished that. Whew, that uh, the stand. Oh no! I didn't even um, know you were continuing watching it. I thought you gave up. Well, 
So your the Plex uh, did I it, only the, why the I Plex, only put like two episodes on there. Well, the Plex the Plex was weird because mm-hmm. like the Plex had a, the new the new one, but okay. all the descriptions and actors and screenshots were from the original one. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. yeah I, I and it only that. went to like four episodes on there, so I don't know if you only downloaded four. Yeah, I only or if it just did four because four was the original series and it thought that was it. No, I only but did a we, couple episodes. You should have told me. I would have put the rest on there. No, I mean, I didn't care enough. But we got a... Uh, Amazon had a deal a few weeks ago. Like, they run it a few times a year where you can get, like, 99 cent a month for some of their channels. Oh, that's cool. Um, So we did the Paramount channel for two months and the Showtime for two months for 99 cents a month each. Mm-hmm. Um, And the stand is on the Paramount channel, so I finished it. And, man... <laughs> Like, is it a good man or a bad man? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Did you like the original miniseries? I mean, I haven't watched it since it came out, but when it came out, I thought it was like incredible. Yeah. I loved it when I was a like, I thought it was kid, great. Yeah. I thought it like yeah. it was on TV. It was super dark. I was gonna like, say, it, it felt was... like one of those things when we were kids that we weren't supposed to watch. Like it shouldn't be on regular TV. Yeah, yeah. but it was on like NBC on like Monday yeah. nights or something like yeah. that for for a month straight as their miniseries. Well, they had um, like a deal with Stephen King because you guys remember this, I'm oh sure. Oh God, but, like, yeah. the Langoliers every, every with Falcon. Year, every year they did uh, a new Stephen King thing. Yeah, they did the Langoliers. They did the Tommy Knockers. <laughs> They did, they, uh, they did a pet cemetery one. Dude, the they... Tommy Knockers book scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. My dad had all the Stephen King, the big, you know, oh, yeah. eighty pound hardcover versions of them. Like that fucked me up. Yeah, and um, of course they did it. Obviously, that's probably the most like well known out of all of them. Yeah, but yeah, that was like a treat. I remember, like, I don't know. It's so funny to think about that kind of shit now. But like, you know. There was like special events on TV, like you know what I mean. Like it was like, yeah. oh, this is different than all the other normal stuff. Yeah, and now it's just a bunch of show called Police. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Chicago Police, <laughs> New York Police, New York FBI, CSI. Every um, every time I watch football, the ads for the shows is just like, oh my, like who is? It's, yeah, it's always like who's watching this? And then it's like thirteen million people are watching oh, yeah. it. <laughs> the most watched show in the fucking country. Anyway, sorry. But I like I loved that original one. Like, I think like Sean just said, it's like it felt like something that we probably shouldn't have watched. Oh yeah. But then I remember like the following summer, like getting the book, and oh, oh yeah. man, yeah, <laughs> it's like thirteen year old Alex shouldn't have been reading that book. Yeah, no. yeah. That book is fucked up. Yeah, I have the uh, my grandmother got it for me. I have like the extended version book. Oh it's man! Like, oh my! What did you guys that, live in it? Yeah, it's so. It's I still have it. I, I still have it. It's, it's fucking enormous. It took me like a year to read because I, you know, as as bad as my attention span is now, when I was like you know thirteen, it was it was way worse. So it took me yeah. ever to read. But yeah, that extended <laughs> version of the book adds like four hundred pages or something. Yeah, it's, it? cra- it's crazy long. It's just like never ending. I mean, it's it, and did it's, it have? Did you ever read it? Did it have more scenes of the guys jerking each other off? It, I mean, there is there's a lot in there already. There, like Stephen yeah. King has a lot of weird sexual shit in all of his. Books. There's one Stephen King property like I actually really like that they've never adapted. It's called The mm. Talisman. He wrote it with a guy named Richard Straub. Yeah, been, like, I I never. Read you know what I'm talking about with like that I know exactly what you're flips. talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I always liked. I don't I know if that I was I, a Bachman book for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know if I liked them, but the. Uh, 
shit. One of them's the regulators, and I forget what the other one is. But they're like twin books he wrote. One is Stephen King, and one is Richard Bachman. Uh, and it's okay. all the same characters in both books, but like some of them are. Does one of them ages. have like a big ant on the front of it? I like think a, so. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it desperation or desolation? One of those is the other one. It's the regulators and desperation. Maybe I think I know what you're talking about. But they were so, cool. I like yeah. I, those were those were uh, those were neat. He's got a problem with ending his books. He always does, for the most part. The stand uh, but is this, kind of a weak ending, I think. Yeah, and this new stand follows follows suit. Um, like it's got the level of actors you'd expect. Like James Marsden is Stu Redman, like, mm. which is exactly like the level of actor you would expect to be Stu Redman in a remake of The Stand right now. Most of the character, most of the people in the movie are like people you've never seen before. Like, I feel, I don't know if I feel bad for him, but like Alexander Skarsgård. He's Randall Flagg, right? Yeah. And I've always felt he's such a good fucking actor, but he keeps just being cast in garbage. He's in like the worst shit. And I'm like, maybe he's just not a good actor. Maybe he was just really good in. He was good in True True Blood. He was, but that's like everything else he's been in has sucked. He's going to be in that new uh, Robert Eggers movie that looks pretty badass. The Northman. Northman. He's the lead in that. I'm going to just put it out here. Randall Flagg's one of my favorite, like, literary character names ever. Like, it's a super solid name, but I think it's also because it makes me think of Reuben Flagg, the protagonist from Howard Chaykin's American Flagg. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool, also like the the fact that like the virus is called like, Captain Trips or it's a, it, there's yep. a lot of weird ass naming conventions. Yeah, in that Captain Trips. Also, Randall Flag is a great is is a great villain in the stand, but he's even cooler if you read the Dark Tower books because he shows up in there too, which is kind of awesome. I always love that shit. Like his like extended lore. Yeah, because isn't he awesome. dressed like fucking Bob from Twin Peaks? Isn't he supposed to always be like in a jean jacket and shit? Yeah, and the yeah. and the stand he is. He's always like, yeah. yeah, he's got a Canadian tuxedo with little buttons all over it from the places he's been. One of the best, <laughs> one of the best Dark Tower books is when they go to uh, the America from the stand. It's fucking cool shit. I forget which book that is. I think Drawing a Three, maybe. I don't know. Those Dark Tower books are fantastic. I highly recommend them. The only good part about this was in the in the very, I think it was the first or second episode. Because Stu Redman gets like quarantined because he's in Texas, where the car, the car guy. I was thinking about this earlier. <laughs> like, there's a lot of like race switching and some gender or race and gender swapping in this, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, who cares? But the one oh, you thing, didn't write a like, letter. <laughs> yeah, but like the soldier, the soldier that gets his family and actually releases the virus, they switch to black. I'm like, you couldn't, like, you Ooh. couldn't have that as a white guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's at well, least they didn't, the at least they didn't make him Chinese. That would have oh, yeah, been yeah. bad. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so bad. Um, the best scene in the whole show, I mean, there's some good scenes throughout. Like, there's some there's some good stuff in there, but overall it sucks. Yeah. Um, it was directed by Josh Boone from Why do I know that? Uh, the New Mutants. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, a movie that best, we all the, liked. Yeah, yeah, one of the best scenes in the whole show is the one. Of, it's probably episode one or two. Stu Redman's like in quarantine, and he kills the guy to get out because they're just going to lock him in there to die. And he makes his way to like the general, and the general is J.K. Simmons, of course, like light years ahead of any acting that should be in this show. <laughs> you said the general, like, and I just thought of a that shitty CGI character from those ads. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal insurance. <laughs> 
sorry. I'm sorry. I just like he's like a protagonist in the show, and he's like, let's get him. Let's. let's, let's go get him. <laughs> yeah, he gives this long, like this long speech about like the end of the world, and is he culpable, and should he be blamed? Should he be forgiven? And then he blows his brains out, and that's pretty good. But that's like the high water mark of the yeah. acting in the whole in the whole show. Gary Kinnear or Gary Greg Kinnear's in it. He's pretty good. Like he's usually pretty good in most in things. A while. Yeah, he's usually. I'm wondering good. if some because the the stand is very heavy, heavy uh, Christianity and like oh, yeah. Catholic. Yeah, so I'm wondering if some of these people are just collecting paychecks, or if some of them are like like true believer so type things. Yeah, so they're like, well, I'll do this. We we got to do for next Christmas. We should just put the putting the Christ back in Christmas and do all those like religious oh, apocalypse oh movies God. like the ones that, that are made by Christians. That would that would be Oh fun. hell yeah. I like that idea. Left behind. Yeah, yeah there was one, but there's I think, so many. Like, I think Jesse yeah. posted something where it was like the the synopsis was like a crypto miner helps uh, a minister after the apocalypse mail DVDs of sermons and gets executed by the New World Order or some shit. That I'm rocks. sure it's super boring, but the that's fucking the plot description's insane. That's the future's liberals want. Um, uh, okay. The other show I watched, the other show we finished was uh, the new Dexter reboot or Dexter season. Yeah, and that was really good. I, now it's not a reboot, right? It's like no, a, it's a it's a continuation. It's like yeah. a, however many fifteen years later, ten years later, or whatever. Yeah, but it was really good. I liked that. I thought it was uh, overall. I enjoyed it, and hopefully they leave it as is and it's a self contained story, um, and they don't just try it. to keep adding to it. But I thought it was good. Like Michael C. Hall is good. Uh, he's the only character. Well, his sister is in it, like is in flashback or not in flashbacks. Like is is like conscience because she's dead but they're the only two characters from the original show everybody else is all new characters who plays the sister setting. isn't it somebody hot no no wow. oh, I, I can't remember her name she's been in stuff she i find her like painfully unattractive she was in a the quarantine in, movie uh yeah she was in dragged across concrete she was the character that gets introduced and has this lengthy scene and then dies and you're like why was she oh yeah yeah. You ever watch Drag the Cross Concrete? Did we talk? No, about which that? one? No, the only—I just the the third of the racism trilogy that her I have like, seen. Her name's like Jessica Jennifer Carpenter. Car- is Jennifer her name. Carpenter. Yeah, I yeah. find her like really. I think she's kind of hot, but she's got like I, a big man jaw, so that's probably I, there's why. There's something about her that I find her like repugnant looking. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. I, hey, Alex. So do you still have Showtime? Right now, yeah. Because there's a show everyone I keep hearing about that I'm like dying to see. I'm probably going to put it on the Plex. It's called Yellow Jackets. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it. The, I keep seeing yeah. the ads for it. It looks neat. So it's about like a soccer team, or I think it's a soccer team. They like, get it's like, like a girl soccer team that gets alive or something. Yeah, they like. get like stranded in like the wilderness, and then it like it's a cross cuts between them getting you know trying to survive, and then ten years later, and they're like grappling with like the horrible shit that they did. I'm like, oh yeah. That sounds like right up my alley. I need, I really need to watch that. Do you think they pitched it as a, like a Ladybug sequel and then just had to change it like the <laughs> Charlton Watchman thing? They, they, they get CGI Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> in it. Um, anything else, Alan? Uh, no, that's it. I, like I know I've watched other stuff, but I didn't write it down. So yeah, if I, I don't write it down, I may as well not have watched it because I'm never going to remember it. I know that feeling. Um, All right, pass the mic, please. Uh, Sean. Uh, I watched one thing. 
one thing. I watched Heather's. You haven't been on in like a month. Well, I mean, I've watched stuff before that, but I don't remember. It's busy okay. sports time. I, I watched. <laughs> I watched stuff like last week when we were talking. Like I rem- Like the, after we did the show, I was like, oh yeah, I watched like three other movies, but I like, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. Rem- didn't re- like you just said. I didn't write it down. I didn't remember. It's like, yeah. yeah, whatever. I'll talk about it later some other time. Bro, like I spent yeah. so much sometimes time there watching, are movies like, that I don't need to talk about. Yeah, yeah. like like how many times I got to talk about aliens. But, like, <laughs> I also watch all these, like, fucking three-hour, like, essays on YouTube, which, like, just, that's a different show. So, like, um, yeah. Heather's is fucking awesome. I love Heather's that, rocks. dude. Have, did did that, you watch that, uh, movie. Dead Girl? I know we've no. talked about it. That's uh, the same, I either the same director and writer or the same director also made Dead Girl. And I think that movie is absolutely fantastic. Right. I think you'd really like it. Well, it's so funny because he was talking about like he didn't want them to cast Winona Ryder because he thought she was too ugly. Meanwhile, he looks like like if Sam Kinison got Medgar Evers. And, God, like, I didn't just, know that. Like he is heinous looking. Also, Winona Ryder, like all time smoke show for TJ. Like, like my number one celebrity yeah. crush. Period. Huge. Like yeah. hands down, hands up and down. And she still uh, looks right. Yeah, yeah. Remember her in the ten where she's like mm-hmm. with her big puppet talk, <laughs> like. Oh man, the ten! What a fucking gem of a movie. Yeah. That's a special yeah. place in my heart. Remember <laughs> me and Alec went saw it in the theater. Like Heather's, I don't want to talk about the movie because I think I've talked about it on the show before. But like, it's, it's trying to spawn all these other movies that never worked, like Jawbreakers and all these other kind of like yeah. dark girl movies. And it's like the, the Diablo Cody, the Diablo Codification of, of yeah scripts, yeah. Is that movie is like super cynical, like and like very um, uh, not, I want to say like not politically correct. Like it's well, it just I mean, yeah. incredibly dark. It feels like Brett Easton Ellis wrote it, kinda. It, if he was funny, yeah, absolutely. No, I totally um, agree. But now it's like, oh yeah, Christian Slater. I love that dude. Like, too bad about Mr. Robot. That like the thing oh, about that show is like a lot of people I love like love that show and I've seen like a million videos about how great the cinematography is and this and that but like I tried watching it when you were watching it that one three time three episodes and I'm like yep that's enough and I'm it was done. like wait a minute this this is about the gold standard and then it's like I took you in this private jet in international <laughs> waters to tell you that I'm a homosexual it's like huh you're not even like, making that up that is like <laughs> Oh my god, what a terrible show. Like, maybe it gets better, but, like, those first, like, handful of episodes, oof. I'm just, like, trying to put myself in the position of, like, my boss flying me out over, like, Trinidad and Tobago to tell me he's gay. Like, d- dog, you could have just texted me. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I want to say that every time they show that character subsequently, he's, like, either butt-fucking a, a dude penis. or, like, yeah. just got done butt-fucking a dude. So, can we get it, man? No, he like, based. Like... <laughs> But uh, uh, the, yeah, I, love how there's, I want to I want to watch Peacemaker, but my HBO Max, even though it's uh, tied to my phone bill, still yeah. won't let me log in. and says I need to renew it, which I think is just God's way of preventing me from watching oh. The Matrix Four. Oh, I thought you meant the app was. I'll send you my login information. Just use mine. But I have like the thing, like it's oh. just I have AT and T. You know what I mean? So it's part of the. It's like you know how you get a MLB with T-Mobile or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the same thing. Yeah, but man, I think I literally it's just divine intervention to prevent me from having to watch a Matrix 4. I mean, I don't mind like, I assume... login, dude. All right, that's fine. I'll, so I'll suckle at your uh, streaming teat. Now you're uh, going to watch the Matrix 4. Yeah, I, well, I really just want you to watch the Matrix 4. There's a kid at work that's, like, dying. Uh, the kid, Matt, is, like, everybody I know is named Matt. 
is dying for me to fucking watch that movie just so I can complain about it. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I feel the same way. Also, like he hated it. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> uh, all right, so that leaves me. Um, I watched two and a half things. Um, I didn't pass the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, yeah, I'm done. TJ. <laughs> sorry. Um, I so. I had like uh, like it always happens in my life these days. I had nothing but problems. Uh, my car broke down this week, so I had to go to the mechanic. And I got oh, the- did you get to watch a mechanic movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Was it? Uh, hold, uh, on. hold on, can I, can oh, go I ahead. Shoot? You can. can I get you can guess. Can I guess after Alec? Sure. Uh, okay. Do you guys want any hints? No. Give me. Two, no. I'll give you. Let me. Get, let me get two guesses, and Sean gonna have it. Okay. Uh, a perfect. A perfect storm. God damn it! That was mine. <laughs> The last time I was getting my car it, worked on, I saw like half of it. it it's a comedy, a family oh. comedy. I'll give you that hint. Big Mama's House. No, that would have been uh, too edgy. I'm going to go with either Cheaper by the Dozen. No good guess, though. Or Family Comedy, Family Comedy. Of... There's no way you're going to guess this. Is it Daddy Daycare? No. Um, One I... hint, a small hint. Uh, You know what? You're not going to get it, but Adam Sandler's in it. Uh, Spanglish? No, uh, good guess oh. though. I had to look this movie up. Uh, but not only did I watch this movie once, guys, I got stuck at the the shop literally the entire day. So I got to watch this movie three times because it just <laughs> it was just on a fucking loop. Like I don't know what was hooked up to the TV. I don't know if it was like Netflix or whatever. But when the movie ended, like you know, you know how like on pretty much all the streaming services when it when it like little options pop up for what do you want to watch next but there was no like remote or anything so it just kept looping this same movie the title of the movie is just go with it starring jennifer aniston and adam sandler that's Uh, like one of net that's on like netflix top 10 right now for some reason probably because you're you're uh yeah, <laughs> I, I watched this movie literally three times in a row. I now I was on my phone, like you know, and reading and shit because I could not. I mean, Ew. yeah. Well, Adam Sandler or reading, Sean. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> oh, pick your poison. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's real Sophie's choice. At like, so yeah, I watched this movie three goddamn times consecutively, which is like a, a level of hell I didn't know existed. It's like Sisyphus. It was so like. Uh, and it like the the premise of the film now it, now granted um i didn't like look up at the screen once so i was basically it was like a radio play for me um but the premise of the movie is that Ugh. adam sandler is like this hot shot plastic surgeon who likes who who is a divorcee but he found out that when he wore his wedding ring like like younger chicks wanted to fuck him so, like, he's okay. Adam Sandler, and he's, like, fucking, like, 22-year-olds, and I'm like, what is this movie? So then he finds, I, I forget her name, she was in, like, she was, like, uh, in, like, a couple of movies, and she was, like, a Maxim girl, her name was, like, Brooklyn Decker or something. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hot, blonde-haired chick, huge tits. So he, like, he, like, meets her and wants to, like, impress her, and then has to come up with some scheme that him and his assistant at the plastic surgery store, uh, Jennifer Aniston, like a married surgery store. Yeah. It, it was so dumb. And of course, by the end of the movie, Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler fall in love. And it was just really bad. What's her hair color in the movie? Again, I never looked up at the TV. Oh. I have no idea. Also, like, like, 
like she never did much for me except in horrible bosses where she's a brunette and she's like just a smoke show i don't know also like super like like sexual in that movie yeah um but also they the way that they set this tv up at, at the mr tire like it was right in the sun so even if i wanted to watch the movie there was like such a glare on the screen that you couldn't see anything anyway but um, see, I watched that movie three times because uh, I was stuck there literally from nine thirty uh, in the morning till four thirty in the afternoon, uh, which is great. You know what? In that car's defense, TJ, I think yeah. I've had four cars in the amount of time that you've had that car, and it has yeah. nine hundred thousand miles on yeah, it. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it going, man. I, yeah. You're gonna Al Bundy it. You'll be able to call Chevy, yeah. or call Ford, and be like, "Hey, I'm about to go over a million. Do you want to film it?" Yeah, I'm really, I'm really trying to push this thing along until about September, and then I'm gonna buy another car. So, how many miles does it actually have? Like over two hundred thousand. Like I think it's got two hundred. And they're like 000. all fucking Beltway miles, like oh, yeah. Baltimore to DC, fucking shit miles. Um, the other thing I watched uh, is a movie that I watched a few months ago, and I, I felt like I talked about it on the show, but maybe I didn't. A movie called Censor. Um. Which is fucking great. I highly recommend it. You did not, because you started talking about it on your like year-end stuff. Uh, you never okay. talked about it on an episode. Uh, it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. It's uh, it's like a little bit of like throwback 70s slasher, and then kind of like Lynchian. Like, it's fantastic. It's uh, it did the debut film from this director, uh, writer and director. Um, she did a great job. I love the movie. It, it is a the whole premise of the movie is that this. So in the seventies, um, Britain had really strict censorship laws, and they they had this list of movies, uh, affectionately known as the video nasties, where it was like movies like Driller Killer and like Cannibal Holocaust and Mondo and shit like that stuff where. They deemed it like England deemed them like too dirty to what to, to like be oh, distributed. the video nasties, yeah, to be distributed yeah. in the country at all. So they had to censor them to like to hell. So the, the main character is one of these people that's censoring things, but then she's involved in this kind of like uh, she, she's got this mysterious past where her sister disappeared, and then she thinks that her sister's disappearance is tied to one of these like sleazy grindhouse filmmakers and it's it's really wild and i don't want to give too much away because it, it's definitely got a lot of twists and turns um but it's shot like really really well i thought all the performances are really well done um highly highly recommended really cool movie and like by the time it's over you just want to watch it again there's a um i don't want to give anything away but there's like really cool like video editing tricks that they do like specifically right at the end of the movie where you're kind of dealing with an unreliable narrator, but like it's done in a lot of different projects, but I always like when uh, the illusion breaks down, but it's like subtle. Like I always like that kind of like trope. And uh, there's a really cool scene towards the end of the movie where like the, the character is seeing one thing, but then there's like flashes of like what's actually happening. And I always think that's fucking badass. Um, But yeah, censor really cool movie. I believe, I believe it's streaming on shutter. Um, so if you don't have access to my Plex, it's on Shutter. Um, but I highly recommend it. Very good, and also short. It's only ninety-two minutes long. So I mean, Perfect. that alone makes it like a better movie. Yeah. Uh, and I watched the first three episodes of Peacemaker, um, which I loved. I thought it was great. John Cena has become like such a fantastic comedic actor. Like I, as you know, 
as as someone that and we're all on this team that have watched like the dredges of what John Cena's how he started as an actor to where he is now, it's kind of amazing how far he's come. But he's he is very good in the show. I don't know. Um, he did throw that chick through that bus window in fucking uh, the Marine, which is pretty was awesome. Awesome. But, <laughs> I mean, the Marine was awesome. Let's not. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm glad you brought that up, Sean, because uh, Peacemaker reunites. Uh, what's that guy's name? Richard Patrick. Is that Robert name? Patrick? Robert Patrick. Yeah. It reunites Robert Patrick and John oh, Cena. Hell yeah. Robert Patrick is John Cena's father in this, and um, it's really good. It takes. It really. Um, it jumps right off from Suicide Squad, uh, which is great. Um, it's funny. James Gunn directed the whole series, which is cool. I, di- I thought he was just going to, like, produce it. I didn't realize he was directing, like, the whole thing, but he wrote and directed it. Um, but it's really great. If you like the Suicide Squad, you'll love it. It's, it just takes up right where I left off. Vigilante is a character that probably seven people know about, and he's in did, it. Did, like, Garth Ennis do a Vigilante series or a mini or something? Like, I, I think, think he did, like, a one-shot a million okay. years. Or Vigilante might have done, like, a crossover with Hitman, I think. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, anyway, it's really good. I highly recommend it. I, I mean, I think all uh, the, the two of you are going to love it. I mean, it's, it, it's James Gunn being unhinged James Gunn and John Cena showing his ass and, and making funny comments like uh, he's talking about, he's going through this, this chick that he's bangs record collection and she's got all this like hair metal. And he's like, he finds like Cinderella and he's like, he's like, you know, this is the best time when men weren't afraid to be men and they, they look like women and you'd want to fuck those women. And that's what made them men. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, he's got this, like his character is like uh What's his name? Russell Crowe's like a beautiful mind. Like he he's he's like painfully like unaware of how to be social with like normal people because he's like been a superhero all his life and he's just trained to kill. And it's like all he knows how to do. So when he like interacts with like normal people, he just says like the weirdest shit and doesn't understand that it's like wrong, which is hilarious. Like, yeah, I got to watch this shit. I'm, I'm excited. He calls this waitress sweet cheeks and everybody's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like sweet. Cheeks. He's like, what? She had she had a beautiful face. That's not what that means. What are you talking about? Like, and also he wears his like superhero costume everywhere. I I, I think you guys are gonna love it. Like I, uh, the the intro to the show, like the intro credits, is uh, a giant dance number with the entire cast, which is brilliant. Like I I I loved it. I mean, more of this kind of weird shit. Just give James Gunn every DC property. Like, everything except Batman he can have. Just make it all... Yeah, give him a show with the... With the uh, what was the fucking The Shadow Pact with Ragman and Detective oh, Chimp and Blue God. Devil and shit? Yeah, yeah the fucking... The, the, what about the... What was the one thing that Grant Morrison did for a while? The 13 Soldiers or whatever? With oh, all Seven Soldiers ass, of Victory, yeah. With, with Frankenstein, Frankenstein and or whatever. Yeah, all that weird bullshit. Yeah, give him yeah. all that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I highly recommend that. And there's three. They they started off by the first three episodes are up. I don't know what the release schedule is after that, but the first three episodes are streaming now. Uh, very good. Um, and that's it. So let's talk about police well, story. Real quick, did you guys know that there's a? Do you know the character Hit Monkey? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a animated. Hulu show. I've seen it advertised. I've yet to actually watch it. I saw it on there the other day. I haven't watched it, but I saw it and I was like, I vaguely remember that character, but I, I had no idea they made a show about it. 
Yeah, it, like, kind of snuck in under the radar. Like, it was one of those things, like, when they announced, way back when, when they announced the MODOK show, they announced that Hit Monkey show, and there was supposed to be, like, a, some, like, a squirrel girl, like, what, I guess it's what turned into What If, but there was, there was all kinds of stuff that, that came in, the only the MODOK show and Hit Monkey came out. But I you guys seen the, uh, the Moon Knight costume? No, it's a cool Oh, it looks so good. I can't wait for that show. Yeah, been, it's coming out like next month, maybe. Especially with how good the Marvel shows were all last year. Like I, I we talked about it on the show, but I thought all of those shows were great. Like I enjoyed every single one of them. So <coughs> bring them on. Keep making shows. Stop making movies. Just make shows. I feel like they're more compelling. But yeah, anyway. they, pro- they probably are. But you're probably not going to get. You're probably not going to be able to convince Benedict Cumberbatch at this point to do a no eight episode show. No, he's no. a prestige actor. I mean, he did start out doing that. I mean, I, he started I, out doing. He's he's all past that now. That that is true. He's making yeah, just twenty mil make a him, movie or whatever. He's making pulled gonna... out from Jupiter Ascending too. Oh fuck yeah! Um, he was really it's, good in in Spider Man. Weird say. quick plug for Nate show. I'm sitting here listening to Alec and uh, Gogs on Nate show and like shouting Gonzo's girlfriend chicken's name in my kitchen while I'm like trying to do fucking math and work. I'm like it's fucking Camilla. Why don't you guys Camilla. know that? Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> I think I said Matilda like five times. I mean, that's pretty close. At least you're close. That was yeah. Oh, uh, one thing. This is uh, this is just something that someone pointed out on something I was listening to, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I didn't think about that. So, Alec, you know in uh, No Way Home when Doctor Strange separates Spider-Man from his body, but Spider-Man's body's still reacting? You know why that is? I assume because it was, like, Spider-Sense. Yeah, how did I... I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's exactly Because that's how Doctor Strange is like, how are you doing this? Yeah, it's a Spider-Sense. It's, like, not even, like, consciously controlling itself. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't even think about that. There's a lot of cool stuff in there that I've seen since then that I didn't notice. Like, I really got to watch it again. I'll probably wait until it comes out. Is it a hot take that, like, I just straight up hate J.J. Watt? J.J.? Who's J.J.? T.J. Watt. The the Steelers Watt, yeah. Oh, is that that game's on, isn't it? Yeah, Pittsburgh just scored a touchdown, seven nothing. It would be like as much as I hate Pittsburgh, it would be kind of hilarious if they won. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> like it'd be kind of funny because they're so bad and they just keep winning games. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Police Story. Uh, Alec, what happened in 1985's Police Story? Well, you know, buddy, for the first time in the history of this show, I Uh-oh. can't tell you. Really? Because I tried watching it like four times and I could not watch it. Oh, no. Really? I was so bored and uninterested. I could not, I did not watch the movie fully. I watched like the first like 20 minutes. I'm not surprised because this movie has an incredibly soggy middle as far as Hong Kong movies go. Um, I am genuinely shocked. Do you want me to just run through it real quick? Sure, Sean, go ahead. Okay, so depending on which version of this movie you watch, like I I'm, I'm normally watch like the Chinese There's version or the Hong Kong version with subtitles, movie. but yeah. I decided to go like fucking cuckoo bananas and watch this dubbed version on YouTube where the dub, the character's name is Jackie Chan, like Chris Tucker wrote it. <laughs> um, I think he in some versions he's called Kevin. And in yeah. some versions, he just has his regular like uh, Hong Kong name, which his is something is, Chan. 
it, it's like Lee or Luke. No, it's like QQ or it's something weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are after this criminal man who is protected. They go to a shit like a Chinese favela, I guess. Yeah. To <laughs> catch up with him. And then they have uh, one of the most dangerous stunt scenes in human oh history. God. Right off the bat. Yeah, they're like, chasing Jesus through. Christ. They're wrecking cars through actual people's houses. This whole movie feels like it was shot Gonzo, to uh, <laughs> paraphrase Gogs. Because it just seems like they're just wrecking everybody's like real shit on purpose. Like These don't look like sets. I, like, I, think yeah, I was like thinking. A, I was thinking that like they. I was. It, it was so funny you say that because as I was watching this stunt, I was like, "Well, they had to build all this." And then I was like, "Oh wait, this is Hong Kong. They probably yeah. didn't. They probably just found this place and were like, fuck it, just go.' Like, there's not a lot. Like every time you think about like, like stuntman safety or like they couldn't do this because that would kill somebody they just do that shit that i think there's legitimate people in this town that don't know a movie is happening and are jumping out of the way of the cars like i don't i wouldn't doubt it it, it is nuts it was absolutely nuts also the, i really want a mitsubishi space wagon which is one yeah. of the cars that the guy drives it, it's the most dangerous car chase featuring the gooberest cars you've ever seen in your life like it's definitely yeah, not little, like a fast and furious thing these little boxy '80s uh, Mitsubishi cars, like they're going like 40 miles an hour, but it's straight down a mountain through these like cardboard houses people live in. Yeah, and they like, constantly are exploding the goddamn propane tanks that are like yeah. next to them. Like it looks, it's so it's like a Pete Buttigieg level gentrification project. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then, um, to Alex' defense, the movie stops for an hour to become a French farce. Yeah. Like it's like if you're not familiar with Hong Kong movies, especially ones from this era, like the movie is incredibly silly for about yeah. an hour and then becomes extremely serious for the last half an hour. So uh, Jackie Chan's assigned to uh, watch over this secretary slash daughter of the criminal. Oh, I admit. I, I, so. I, I thought I could be missing this, but I now, thought that... remember that this is a dubbed version of it, so, like, it might be some kind of different relationship. So, in the in the subtitle version, <laughs> they make... They, they say that... Like, it's... I thought it was implied that she was, like, a romantic interest to the, 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 the mob boss, but they do say, like, they give the backstory where she's like, well, he always helped my family and all this shit was, like, basically lent them money, so she was yeah. in debt to him and all, but I didn't think, like... It, was it could just be a, a localization thing because, like, yeah. to look at the two of them in age, they're sort of like, "Oh, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why would they yeah. be dating?" Like, yeah, and her name, her name is May, right? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah, and and there is a hilarious. There, there's a lot of very hilarious because it's like it's just stuff you wouldn't see nowadays. But like the first time they encounter each other during, well, it's it's during the shootout right before the car chase. Like Jackie Chan just keeps smacking her in the face. Yeah. And it's like Jesus Christ. Like what is this? Yeah, the the uh the, the Far East attitude towards women had not oh, caught up. More about that later. There is <laughs> yeah. there is a part in this movie that I literally was like Well, I was gonna I jump to gasped. the simulated rape slash murder. Is that what you're talking about? Uh no, well, I was talking more about the like who's on first like phone bit. That oh. was like, 
there's a part in this movie it's a, it's played as a joke because like you're talking said, about when jackie's girlfriend is on the phone yeah so jackie's girlfriend yeah. so jackie chan is like in the dispatch he's a, a cop and he's in like the dispatch center of the police station but they do like this bit where he's got to answer like seven phones at once and it's like he constantly is like picking up a phone and then like rolling around the office and picking up another phone and like the first phone call is like my cow went missing or something like that. Then the other phone call is like his girlfriend and her mother is coming into town or something. And then the third phone call is literally, I just got raped. That's yeah. like a bit. That's like a comedy line. And then like, of course the, the joke is that he gets the phone call conversations confused. Well, they excise the rape joke in this dub. Oh, there are in four the different dubs. Yeah. In the subtitle version, it is literally, I just got raped is the fucking bit. And like, it goes back and forth. And it's like, that was what you landed on for like your comedic bit. Like what the fuck? Like, God, like, I don't care what era it is. Like, that's a weird, like, that's a weird thing. Just to be like, Oh, she's just like, she's misreporting a rape. (laughs) I don't know. There's that, there's that great rape joke in the first RoboCop where it's like, you have suffered a serious trauma. I will refer you to a rape crisis center. (laughs) Like, yeah. But also, that movie is kind of intentionally, like, insanely over the top. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Unlike this uh, movie, which is dy- incredibly dystopian. grounded. So wait, what simulated uh, sex scene? I well, when uh, he has his buddy come in there to scare oh, oh. her. <laughs> yeah. For reasons I'm still not 100% sure he's why trying, they happen. He's trying, because at the time, like, she doesn't, she doesn't feel that she needs a bodyguard. And yeah. he's trying to convince her that it's dangerous out there without him so he has his cop buddy right but it doesn't really matter what she thinks because she's like a material witness and like (laughs) it's their jurisdiction yeah it's very (laughs) odd (laughs) no that's Uh, that like also but i have to point this out that she literally lives in like vaporwave the apartment for her Her bathroom is just like it's like every rich person from the 80s from different dimensions like crashed into each other her literally you could i and i I, it's funny because i've seen this actually done but like almost any part part of this movie that's not like karate kicking like it's just the sets and like maybe not the beginning but like when it's the drip in this movie is incredible you can screenshot any of this (laughs) stuff and put it on the cover of like a vaporwave album and people be like oh yeah that fits like it's so fucking it's so like that aesthetic, like yeah. to the point where it's like kind of amazing. Like I, I guess you know, obviously that shit didn't really that that whole idea didn't exist when I watched it thirty years ago. But it definitely, like now, it's like wow, yeah, it's it's all over it. <laughs> um, yeah, so they he sneaks up on her with the realest knife you ever saw. Oh yeah, she goes. <laughs> she has a curious sequence of events where you think she's going to take a bath. She's wearing like. I, I don't know how yeah. to describe this outfit, but it's like a, <laughs> like a cross between like lingerie and a tennis outfit. Yeah, it's like and, lingerie, but then she's got like she's got well, like lingerie on. socks. Right. Like, yeah, and then she, but it's like a shorts and blouse combo, and then she puts on like a formal lab coat. Like this bitch is wearing like seven coats, like like I don't know what. But then they have the big fake like slapstick assault no, scene. I, 
I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny when it is funny. He, he like she knocks out his buddy and, and he he's to, like weekend at Bernie's. And yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. He's like holding him up. He's like I don't. Know. I thought that was pretty funny. I actually thought like a lot of like not the the phone rape bit, but like a lot of like the physical comedy bits. I thought were pretty funny. Like, well, no, I, it's funny, but like it is like. This movie is uh, incredibly tonally inconsistent. Oh yeah. Well, again, uh, I think yeah. like, I forgive a lot of that because I I'm used to it. Like yeah. this is like but this like, style as, of movie. Like it's, you know, like I don't want to like speak for Alec, but like if I came into this totally cold, not familiar with like the conventions of these movies, I'd be like, "What in the fuck is this?" Yeah. No, I mean, I still feel that way, but I, yeah. I appreciate how weird it. Like. I one of my favorite parts of the movie is it's coming up after this. Like so he rescues her from the fake attacker or whatever, and then she like kind of like warms up to him being her protector. And I think then they go to or no, there's like a like there's something that happens to his car. Well, there's after. a fight scene outside. Oh, there's fight scene with the between the two cars is fucking where awesome. where everybody gets kicked through like real windshields, I think. <laughs> That scene that there's a freaking stunt where I, I don't even think it's Jackie Chan, I think it's somebody else, but they jump but like off the roof of a car yeah. through another car, like does like a double kick through the window. It's like unbelievable. And, and all like, I don't know if they have different kinds of sugar glass in Hong Kong, but it breaks the way like old school glass does where like in big jagged shards. It doesn't like shatter like all you expect. Of, yeah. So like you wonder if they even gimmick the cars or they're just like eh. We'll figure it out. There's also like a lot of points in this movie where I I, I almost texted texted you all this, but like, did, did they know crash pads exist? Because there's a lot of falls in this movie where they just like they just show them falling and they hit the ground. Like usually, you yeah. know, in a movie, the the ground is literally off camera. So there, you can there's have some like scenes a in this. I thought maybe you would know because I have never been able to figure it out or find anything. Are these speed ramp like in editing? Are they clipping like single frames out to make it look like that, or is it like they're I, just going full ass and like the camera just, can't keep up with them? I think they're just going full ass. To be honest, like, <laughs> I I know that like you know these because there things, are scenes where they run and like slide over cars that look like they're going like twice as fast as the film is going. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's like a little bit of that, but I know for a fact that Jackie Chan has said that like most of his movies and most like excuse me like most of the hong kong stuff at this area era was they you know they didn't have very big budgets they wanted to make a big big spectacle and they didn't have a lot of time so like that's why a lot of this shit was like corners were cut and they wanted to make like the best looking thing possible so like a lot of times they're just beating the shit out of each other they're doing these insane stunts like once because they only got the budget for one take and the goggles do nothing and it's just it's insane. Like, I, I don't know. I think, like, the fight scenes in this movie are just, like, so fucking crisp. And, like, they they just have so much weight to Well, them. it's cool because they still have a fair amount of cuts. They're not like they're, like, all a bunch of one-take shots. But, like, the camera yeah. is very still and pulled back. So the cuts aren't super distracting because, like, you know where everything is. Yeah, and the cuts and I, like follow the action as opposed to like making the action. If that makes any sense. No, and I think like we've talked about this before with different martial arts movies, but I think the fact that Jackie Chan directed this, I think like he under, you know what I mean? Like he knows yeah. what he's looking at. Like, and I think that's why the John Wick movies, like the action scenes, are so good because that guy is a fucking stuntman or whatever. Yeah, like it, it, like it helps and it makes things like I don't know, like like I said, all of the all of the stunts and all of the fighting in this movie feel 
like I remember seeing stuff like that. Like we're going to talk about this later when with my pick when it comes up. But like I remember the first time seeing this kind of thing as a young man, and only being familiar with like American kung fu movies, and like seeing this and being like Jesus, Christ. like America. Imagine watching like American Ninja and then seeing this. It's like it's not even in like the same like realm. Like it doesn't even seem possible to to do this kind of stunt work, you know. Yeah, and this so, level of like precision too, like the the, yeah. the actual like choreography of like the kicking and punching is. Well, let's just wrap wrap up the plot as it goes, so we can get to like the the best part. Yeah. So after this, like, there's some uh, back and forth like infernal affairs. Like, it's a Hong Kong cop movie, so everybody's got to be turning on everybody. There's like six heel turns in a row. Oh yeah, and like it becomes <laughs> incredibly serious. Where Jackie Chan is now framed for murder, and I'm calling him Jackie Chan because in the version of the movie I watch, his name is Jackie Chan. Um, and then he has to go for vengeance, and vengeance just turns into the biggest ass mall fight you've ever seen in your entire life. Where I think they wrecked an actual mall because, like, if this is a set, like it's the best set that's ever been made and because there's... it looks like a functioning mall with people that are not aware of what's going on. It's a house of horrors, too, because it's literally just one insane stunt after another. Like, and, like, the, some of the... Well, the, like, Hong the Kong's economy t- must have been 80% glass-based at this point. Like, <laughs> right? Well, when some they of went... the th- I, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, 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 you finish. No, 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 I'm saying, like, when they broke away from communist China, I guess it was just with glass artifacts. Because there's, like, <laughs> a glass staircase sculpture for no reason that this <laughs> well, guy yeah. gets put through. There's, There's... Of all these like great stunts, there's this like minor stunt where I think a guy might have actually died or has CTE, where he gets his head rammed into the um the handrail of an escalator. Oh my god, yeah, at about yeah. a thousand miles an hour, just full on in the face. That, well, what about the like? I I think one of the most impressive things is like a lot of times like that old man takes some fucking business. Like that old man gets run over by a fucking motorcycle. And then kick through a glass table, and he's like just an old man. Like, good yeah. lord! Like, what there, the there's one where a guy jumps off the second level of the mall, just straight on, and takes a flat back bump through like another like glass counter. About I, how would you would you just make that's like 15 feet down, which doesn't sound feet, like a lot, yeah. Yeah. but at terminal velocity through what I assume is real glass does not look super comfortable. Yeah, it's nuts. And like, then there's the big stunt that they do like the Dolomite replay on, where Jackie Chan like he like. I don't even know how to, he like pull, he like slides down like an electrical light pole. Bro, and- they knew this stunt was good because this is the only time I've ever seen it in a movie where they do an instant replay of the they, stunt well, it's, three it's, times. It's a Dolomite thing, yeah. But <laughs> they they do it in other Jackie Chan movies too. Like they do it in, Pro- in the Army, Arm, uh, Armor of God and they do it in um, Project, what the hell is that other movie called? Project A? Yeah, Project A. That, yeah. They do, Project, uh, have you ever seen Project A? He does like yeah. the, he redoes the Buster Keaton uh, oh, clock the, fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think he like legitimately like broke his back doing that because f- he fell like like sixty five feet or something insane. Yeah. But uh, yeah, remember uh, when he broke his foot doing Rumble in the Bronx and had to wear that cast that they painted to look like a shoe? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> like I don't know how Jackie Chan's not and forget Jackie Chan, how are these stuntmen not dead? Because at the yeah, end of the, the movie, they show, like, the outtakes, and, like, there's so many, like, there's so many stunts, like, you talk about the one where the guy drops from, like, the escalator, and, like, they literally show it, he just jumps, like, there's no, yeah. like, gimmick. He's the just, credits, 
the credits for this movie rule because the first credit is just an ad for a watch company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like, we talk about this all the time where movies just kind of end. This movie literally just oh, ends, just like, ends. in freeze frame. <laughs> like, yeah. it's nuts. There, um, there's, there's also, like, a funny... There's a bit... So there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of the comedy in the middle of the movie comes from uh, Jackie Chan and his girlfriend, Maggie Kyung, who is in a ton of Hong Kong movies from uh, at the time. Um, but, like, just the weirdest situations, like, Maggie Kyung, like... He, he takes that, that girl he's protecting home to his apartment, and Maggie Kyung is having a surprise birthday party for him, to which Jackie Chan goes, oh yeah, it's my birthday, I forgot. <laughs> and um, anyway, like this is one of the funniest scenes I thought in the movie. Jackie Chan totally no-sells the fact that his girlfriend thinks he's fucking another woman, because she's in her weird uh, tennis lingerie outfit that Sean was talking about earlier, and he's like, she shouldn't be mad, I'm doing my job, like, fuck her. And then, like, <laughs> like, proceeds to just call her, like, an idiot. And yeah. then, like, uh, it's fucking hilarious. And then, Oh, yeah, and, like, I don't call her when something's wrong. She calls me, fuck that bitch, yeah, I hate and, her. And then, like, it, that scene ends with with her him trying to, like, make up with her. And she's on this, like, moped. And yeah. he, like, he literally, like, grabs her off the back of the moped as it's still going, which, like, doesn't seem like it'd be that dangerous. But then you watch the outtake where the thing, like, totally just fucking peels out and, like, she falls, like, directly on her head. It's like, oh, how about the outtake God. where he almost gets killed in the first scene of the movie by that oh, bus? With the bus? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that scene in the movie doesn't look that bad until you realize, oh, they literally just stopped that fucking bus. They didn't have, yeah. like, yeah, it's just a bus going. Yeah, it wasn't, like, an in-camera trick. It was just like, well, let's hope, uh... Zhao Dang is good on the brakes because oh, we're fucked the, otherwise. Speaking of that bus scene, the fucking guys <laughs> that pop out of those windows, they literally just fucking take full-on headers onto the fucking street. Like, yeah. god damn. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Alec, you, I, I'm really surprised that, that you couldn't get into this at all. Even though, like, when it got to, like, the crazy fighting and stuff? No. It's... Really? I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. But between me neither, I, I don't know. It was it was not for me, and it was just no. I maybe I would have done better with a dubbed version instead of the subtitles. Um, and I could have f- focused a little better and not had to watch the words as I was trying Is to it, watch all of the action can, too. Can I can I ask a question real quick? Like, do you yeah. get this, like, because I do this sometimes, like, when it's a movie that's subtitled, like, I expect it to be a drama or something, like, because I gotta read and not look at what's going on as much, so when it's not, like, it's distracting. Like, I can't watch a comedy that's subtitled, like, at all. Yeah, probably. I, I associate subtitles with, like, prestige-type movies. Yeah. Like, like this. important dramas, not <laughs> crazy Hong Kong action Jackie Chan movies fuck comedies yeah we, we didn't even talk about where he's in the courtroom and he goes to play the fucking uh witness account or whatever what's going on and it's just like striper for two minutes and everybody's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> also, like oh, they, wear, tape. they wear the because it's hong kong and i guess they like they have they British, wear the little yeah. wigs which are funny to me i don't know yeah it's hilarious uh, colonizers yeah it's hilarious <laughs> to me uh, all right, well, let's get into five knuckle shovels. I will start off with Gogs. He did. He was. Uh, he texted in his score. 
Um, and his score was, I'm a big stupid moron with a big butt, and I like to kiss my own butt. My own butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, where the fuck is it? Hold on. I think he gave it an 8 or a 9, I can't recall. Let's see here. Uh, fellas, I'm gay, but not in the cool way. I'm gay in the way nobody likes. What? That, that joke doesn't make What, sense. like Pete Buttigieg? I yeah, hate to keep harping on the transportation secretary, but he's like an easy, pretty, pretty easy target. Yeah. Um, he's not cool gay at all. Um, let's see here. Police story was a six for story, 10 for action. So an eight, but the making of scenes during the credit pushed it to a nine. So he gave it a nine. That's very high. Bro, I don't need a fucking graph. Just give me a score. He gave it a nine. Uh, that's yeah. very high. All right. Yeah, let's, go, uh, let's not go crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. I'm not gonna give it a nine. No. Uh, Alec, well, why not? It's gonna. It's gonna be bad. So might as well get out of the way. <laughs> I guess it's a five. It's unmemorable. Oof. Oof. I'm gonna remember it. I'm just really surprised. I wonder. Is this one of the situations where you would have had a better time if you were with all of us? I mean, probably because then I would. I would have had to watch it too. I wouldn't have the yeah. option. To just yeah. Yeah. And we would have talked over all the boring parts. Yeah. yeah. Also, so probably. Like, I will say I mean, that, like every movie, like I can't think of any yeah. movies that wouldn't wouldn't be improved by watching I, them together. I can. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine watching that on your own. Oh my <laughs> god, I would die, bro! I fell asleep while you guys were there. <laughs> that is true. Not even in that my own house. Only, I forgot <laughs> that you fell asleep during that. Oh, all right. Um, Sean. <laughs> Sean wakes up. Are we to the alchemist yet, or is it still the full metal part? <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, appreciate it's a... watching... I'm sorry, Sean. I do appreciate no, us watching that movie, because I understand that that like girl turning into a dog is a meme that's used all the yeah. time. And I'm glad we watched the movie simply for the fact that now I understand that meme. I mean, that's a that's a long way to go for that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a seven for me. Like I, the action scenes are fucking fantastic. Like I, like I, I've seen that mall fight like independent of the movie six or seven times, let alone the entire movie. But there's like nothing in between the three big set pieces, which is all there really is. There's the, there's the town destruction. There's the, uh, car fights. And then there's the, uh, the mall fight. And between that, like, it's like, it's too silly to be compelling for me. You know what I mean? It's not like a, like a infernal affairs. I hate to keep bringing that up or like, well, I mean, it's I don't know, I mean, city on fire or something like that. Like it doesn't earn how serious it gets in the last 20 minutes. And then the mall fight, although it is awesome, is also silly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like this serious, like, uh, I'm trying to think like, um, Oh, the, the sporting goods store fight in Day of Reckoning, Day of Reckoning where it's like awesome. super over the top, but it's like intensely serious. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like it's it's a but it's like a classic, too, for me. Like, again, I've seen this movie and Police Story 2 and Police Story Lockdown and Police Story The New Generation. Like, I've seen every one of these movies, as far as I know, at least yeah. twice. I think the new generation one has like my favorite line. Like I'd rather take a piss than help you. <laughs> um, that, that's the one in the nightclub with the, yeah. With the yeah. kids, with the kid cops. And the, yeah, no, no, well, not that's like, not the, like that's children. Not the same one. Oh, the okay. one I'm thinking of, like 
there's like a hostage situation in a nightclub, and then there's like they start like a fight club in the middle of the hostage. No, I think that's like three. There's like five police story movies. It's it's one of the newer ones. Jackie Chan is yeah. older in it. I watched it last year. It was not very good. Um, but yeah, like it's it's not a good movie. Like it's it's a uh, I you you use this all the time. It's a um like a shorties bar movie. It's like, it's on while you're out drinking, like hitting on goth chicks and it's just on oh, yeah. in the side somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, that's fucking awesome. What is this? But like, as far yeah. as like, a, like, Hey, let's sit down and watch police stories. Like, yeah, I'm good. We'll just, uh, uh, you know? Yeah. But, um, the, the, the things with Jackie Chan, he's not in a lot of like what I would consider like really compelling movies. Like, I love, like, Legend of Drunken Master and stuff, but it's not like, again, I'm going to sit down and just watch Legend of Drunken Master or Drunken Master 2 or any shit like that. Like, it's it's something you dust off every once in a while. It's like a, um one of those, like, machines that you have at your house that, like, make grilled sandwiches. Yeah. Like, the sandwich pockets. It's like, oh, I got <laughs> it. I might as well use it. And then, I, uh... But it takes you, like, an hour to get all the greasy dust off of it, and it's, like, not worth it at all. I haven't seen any of them, but apparently... The he's been in a bunch of like historical Chinese movies, like they're like, like the Chinese. ones John Woo's been making. Yeah, like those apparently epic... those are apparently they're great, but I haven't yeah. watched a, a lick of them, and I think they're like four hours long. So yeah, but apparently they're very good, and he's very good in them. So I don't. Know. Yeah, but just the choreography, you know me, I love stunts, especially where like people almost die, and this is the progenitor to like those Indonesian movies. Oh, absolutely. Which are my, I mean, like, absolute favorites, so... Yeah, I mean... It's yeah. it's a seven. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, Teagles. Uh, it's also a seven for me. I I think that this is, like, a classic example of, like... Like, I, I like a lot of movies that are objectively bad. Like, I like a lot of Euro horror stuff. And, like, I like Lucio Fulci movies. Like, I love The Beyond, but, like... If you look at the beyond objectively, it's kind of bad. But like, there's so many cool moments in the movie. Like, you remember the good stuff. You don't remember kind of the sloggy parts. And that's exactly what this movie is for me. Like this, I mean that that opening scene is so good. And like all of the fighting, like all of it, all of the, every scene where they like start fighting is so fucking good. That like, yeah, the the like comedy bits. Like again, Jackie Chan. We talked about this last week too. Jackie Chan loves his, like, very old-style comedy. Like, he loves his, like, kind of, like, Abbott and costello Yeah, it's very comedy. broad, like, accessible yeah. slapstick comedy. Well, he's, like, 90 years old. That's what he grew that up on. correct. <laughs> but he loves that kind of shit. And it doesn't really work. I do, like, I mean, again, there are some bits that I do find genuinely funny. Like, the, the stuff with him and his girlfriend, I find really funny. I, I, I kind of forgot to, to mention it, but... Yeah, but is, a, it, is it funny on the page, or is it just funny because it's so awkward and weird? You know what I mean? Like, well, it's funny because... No, yeah, no, I it's funny because it's awkward and weird, and Jackie Chan has weird energy that he brings to it. I mean, either yeah. way, it's funny to me. Like, I, you know, yeah. if it's, you know... But there's a scene, there's a stunt in this movie where for some reason Jackie Chan's fucking car doesn't have a parking brake, so it's just like fucking like he parks it, but it's still like moving, and he asks his girlfriend to like hold the car in place, and it seems like a dump, and it, and eventually she like lets it go, and it goes down the street and like careens into like a ditch, but like they show an outtake at the end of this movie where that car literally almost ran over Maggie Kyung, and it's like it's not even like a fucking like big <laughs> stunt, and it's still like crazy dangerous like, 
I don't know. Like I, there's so many, like there's so much to like about the movie. And again, I am forgiving its shortcomings like very much. And I'll be the first one to admit it, but like its strengths are so good that like, I still will watch this movie fondly. And like the, again, the fighting is so good and the stunts are so cool. And the fact that like, like Sean just said, like, this is like, it's kind of, this is a weird comparison, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like when I was the same age, I was very much the same age when I got into Hong Kong movies and Japanese movies and you know, that kind of thing. I was very much into fucking ECW and deathmatch wrestling yeah, and that kind of, and it's got the same vibe where it's like this shit seems dangerous and it's exciting to me. Like yeah. I, it, I know it's stupid. Well, it seems dangerous because it is dangerous. <laughs> like, right. But that that there is something to me. Then obviously, like I'm not really into like deathmatch wrestling anymore. But like, there's something in my lizard brain that like I I'm find that shit compelling and like I really enjoy it and I'm able to overlook some pretty glaring problems with the movie and also. Even though the movie does have its pacing issues, it's only 95 minutes long. It's very short. So, like, it's kind of over before it started. So, I thank God. I mean, I, I know it's a low bar to clear, but, like, nowadays, like, any movie under two hours automatically gets a little bit of a bump in my eyes because it's like... They just released the running time for the well, new Batman I know, movie. I know. Two I hours it. and 55 minutes, and I was just like, ew. I can't wait for that movie, but goddamn, why does it got to be three hours long? Can they just release it in two parts, like, within a couple months, like the old Matrix movies? Because I'd be way more into that than sitting through a fucking three-hour Batman movie. Why does it gotta be three hours long? Anyway, and it looks great, too. Like, the movie looks really good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's Police Story. Uh, who's picked next week? Er, uh, yours. Alright, so I'm changing my pick. I was going to pick Drunken Master 2. <clears throat> But I, you know, watching this, I got very nostalgic and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it all the way back to the beginning of my love for Jackie Chan. And one of, if not the first Jackie Chan experience I had that made a huge impact on me was Rumble in the Bronx. Hell yeah. Um, So we're going to watch Rumble in the Bronx. Um, Shot in Vancouver. Yeah, but that movie came (laughs) out. I don't know if you guys remember this, but that movie came out like in the theaters over here. Yeah. And it was like a big push, and I think it's one of the reasons Jackie Chan became like the guy in Rush Hour and in Shanghai Nights. Yeah, for sure. And stuff like yeah, that. So. It, it spawned a bunch of shit between that and all the Tarantino stuff. I remember I saw Iron Monkey on video, Iron and Monkey, then six yeah. months later they released it in the theater. I was like, what the fuck? But I, I just remember that having like a huge impact on me, and I thought it'd be fun to watch. Like I remember having, I, I think it's like a, another more like lighthearted Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. Like I think I like Drunken Master 2 a lot, but it's kind of, like, serious, and I, I remember it being kind of long, yeah. so I, fi- well, I figured Rumble in the Bronx would be better. I'm for sure picking The Foreigner. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that yeah. movie. And it's already on the Plex. Ooh, <laughs> hell yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, next week. Alec, have you seen Rumble in the Bronx? I don't think I have. It's a lot of I feel fun. Like maybe. I may have seen it, like, because that was something that was on, like, TBS and TNT mm-hmm. a lot. So maybe I have, but I don't think so. You're going to recognize a lot of the same actors from Police Story. Like, the police chief in this movie. Or, no, he wasn't the chief. He was Jackie Chan's, like, boss. The chief was, like, somebody else. But the guy that was Jackie Chan's boss in this movie is Jackie Chan's uncle in Rumble in the Bronx. And I believe Maggie Kyung is also in Rumble in the Bronx, but I could be wrong. But Rumble in the Bronx is a lot of fun. Um, 
I'm excited to rewatch it. I haven't watched it since like the '90s, so I'm very excited to to rewatch it. So, okay. Also interested to see if there's like other versions because I assume there is. You know what I mean? Like I I, yeah. I don't know if they edited anything out of the like the, the American theatrical cut or whatever, but I'm sure there is. But anyway, next week Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, I have a I got I have listener questions. For oh, everybody. Ooh, okay. listeners. But uh, I'll just wait to do it. I was gonna do it this week, but I'll do it next week since Gogs isn't here. Because I, I, we'll I got do qu- one. I get individual. No, I got individual questions for everyone. Oh, it's not questions for the whole group. It's an, a question per person. Ooh. Okay. So I'll wait well, till yeah, next do week. Do one. Do TJ. Wait. Yeah, just tease give it. One. Give us a tease. Um. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Hell yeah. Oh, you're talking about the questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the question for TJ is who in Hollywood wouldn't TJ fuck? Because uh, every time we bring up a woman on the show, TJ's like, oh, she's hot. I'd fuck her. Uh, we, we talked about it earlier well, Dexter's today. sister. Gen- Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. Carpenter. Oh, that poor broad. <laughs> I am not a fan, like, at Man. all. Like, she's rough. Every And, and like, I, yeah. I watched those, because uh, the, so the movie that she's in, that was like a remake, uh, Quarantine or whatever. That's a remake of a movie called REC, which I really loved. And I remember like just being like, why is she in this movie? She's so gross. Get her out of this fucking The Spanish movie? movie? Yeah, you ever seen it? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they remade it. That's, that's what Quarantine is. Oh. Mm-hmm. But she's like, in I don't, I've never seen it, but in Quarantine, she's like a news reporter. Mm-hmm. And like a building that gets like quarantined because of a zombie outbreak or something. It's kind of like the raid meets a zombie movie. It's good. It's really good. Like, well, REC is good. I don't. I, yeah. Quarantine was fine. It was. It wasn't <laughs> awful. It wasn't great. And that gross bitch was in it. <laughs> <laughs> the dusty old twenty-three-year-old bitch. Was it remember Gogs? I was like, oh, oh yeah. dusty old broad. Uh, like, Gogs is younger than you. Yeah, Gogs. Gogs is the best. Gogs is like <laughs> this, this old ass bitch. It's like, dude, she's thirty, man. Gogs is Hollywood. I do love it though. I like. Yeah, he's he's literally Hollywood. He's like, oh, he's like. Trying to lose some weight, honey. Like, <laughs> do some we'll cast squats. You, we'll cast you as the grandmother. <laughs> well, didn't what? he say that? Didn't he say, what actress? Did Margot Robbie Margot needs to Robbie. do some squats. Margot Ugh. Robbie wasn't hot enough for Gogs. Meanwhile, like, I can hear Gogs bend over. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get our priorities straight. Oh, that's just too fucking funny. Uh, I mean, I, to be honest, it's it's content, right? It's hilarious. I'm glad. Oh no, I it. I it's love it. I hope he never changes because it's, like that shit is hysterical. It's so I mean, we're still funny. talking about it. Yeah, the Margot Robbie <laughs> doing some squats is like one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. Good old. And dogs. also, also somehow he can say it, and it's endearing and not yeah, like, it's cute, cringy, and like yeah. like like I don't know. You read a lot of it, shit on Reddit, you know and you're like, what the fuck's the matter? Because with like you? he doesn't really mean it, but he 100 percent right. means it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like like he knows he's not supposed to mean it, but like deep down, like he really does mean it. Ugh, anyway. All right, fellas. All right. Well, Alec, I genuinely hope you enjoy Rumble in the Bronx. I, I don't I don't like when, when you don't you outright just can't get into the movie at all. I'm kind of surprised, like I said. But I think Sean made a va- very valid point that 
you know, this era of movies is very strange and has their, it's kind of like, it's kind of like every like country's movie. Like there's definitely like a pace that they establish in these things. And if you're kind of not into it, I can get it. It doesn't kind of, it doesn't flow the way you'd expect. And it's kind of weird and wonky and kind of a mashup, a lot of different things. So I understand. So hopefully Rumble in the Bronx will be better. Rumble in the Bronx is a lot more straightforward and like Yeah, and it's I believe it's like only available dubbed, if I recall correctly, or it's in English, one or the other. Well, I know I mean I know that the fucking the one they put in theaters was dubbed. So Yeah. I'll put the dubbed version on the Plex. Put the dubstep version on. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, whoa, 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 uh, whoa. anyway, well, that's the end of the show. We'll keep talking forever. So. All right. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later, boys. A lot of bucks. Stop recording.